For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Well, Steph Curry hit a game-high 34 points for the Warriors, who led 92-80 and had not lost in their nine previous home games this season's playoffs. But Jalen Brown, he hit 10 points in the final quarter to spark a Celtics win. Game two, the best of seven, as we said, is on tomorrow in San Francisco. We've been joined by now Mike Roach of the Toronto Raptors. <clears throat> to look back on game one, look ahead to game two, and let's look ahead to the final and how he predicts this will go. Sir Mike, welcome. Garfield, thank you for having me, sir. How are you today? I'm great, man. How are you doing? Well, you know, I'm in the backyard sipping on some 12-year-old Appleton, so, you know, life is good. Life is really good. Look at you. Next time you come to Jamaica, let's, let's, let's have a, a 12-year-old bottle, eh? Absolutely. Some coconut. All listen, right. listen, make sure right. when, when you open it, dash away the cork, all right? <laughs> He's a resident Jamaican, folks. Don't worry about the Canadian accent. He's a resident Jamaican. Mike, let's get into this. Were you as shocked as Golden State and the supporters and myself about that game one turnaround? It looked like it was good night, sweet prince, Seth, as the Golden State looked like they had that one in the bag. Well, you know what, Garfield? I'm going to be honest with you. I took Boston to win the series, but I am very shocked that they won game one because I'll be honest with you. at, At the end of the third quarter, you know, my wife came in the room and, and she said, what's the score? I said, I said, this game's over. I might as well just turn it off. And it's a good thing I stayed in front of the television because I can't believe what I saw in the fourth quarter. I mean, I, I really can't believe what I saw in the fourth quarter. I did not think that Boston would destroy the Golden State Warriors in the fourth quarter like I saw. I mean, I was shocked personally. Um, I'm sure you were. I'm sure you were shocked as well because... We don't usually see Golden State get dominated in such a fashion. Mm-hmm. Now, Not I understand maybe if it's if if it's throughout a game, maybe in a playoff season, but in the finals, not like that. Mm-hmm. Not like that. I mean, at Boston home. at home too. <laughs> it's the first game they lost at home this entire uh postseason, right? Mm-hmm. So I mean to to if I said I wasn't shocked, I would be lying. I was not expecting to see that. Mm. Yeah, but I, I tell you, I saw the twelve point game, twelve point lead with about two minutes, and I said, I just like you, I said it's done and dusted. I went up, went to the bathroom, had a shower, came back out, and I was like, um, <laughs> what's happening here? I was shocked when I saw that turnaround. 
it's done and dusted. That's Thursday. Mm-hmm. Game two is on tomorrow. Can these champions bounce back and, and level the series? Absolutely they can, but they're scoring, which which is actually kind of a weird thing to say, but they're going to have some have to have some guys step up because Steph Curry played really well in the first quarter. He made six triples in the first. But it's going to be really difficult when you lean on a guy like Jordan Poole. And I know he's a young player, but he's still a guy that you lean on if you're the Golden State Warriors to produce some offense for you, right? And he had nine points, but he only shot two of seven from the field. Andrew Wiggins had 20, but Klay Thompson only had 15 points. He shot six of 14 from the field. Now, if you're playing a Denver with guys who are injured, okay, maybe you can get away with that. Memphis without John Morant, once again, maybe you can get away with that. Dallas, yes, you can. But you can't get away with that when you have big, strong, versatile guys on both ends of the floor like the Boston Celtics. It's just not going to work. A Marcus Smart, a Jason Tatum, a Jalen Brown, And the guy who stepped up the most, if you look at Al Horford and Derek White, in almost any game, if Al Horford gives you 26 points and Derek White gives you 21 points, Al Horford, 9 of 12 from the field, 6 of 11 from the field for Derek White. And we had talked about this before. If those guys can get off, on top of a Jalen Brown, on top of a Marcus Smart. And you got to remember, Jason Tatum, he didn't do much offensively in this game from a scoring standpoint, right? But those 13 assists, if you go back and watch the game, those 13 assists were huge. I wish I had the number for you to tell you how many points those 13 assists uh, turned into. But some of the passes that he was making, cross-court passes, crisp passes right into the shooting pocket, big shots being made from these passes. I mean, Jason Tatum played very well in terms of his distributing for for his teammates, right? So those are all things you got to take into account. And if you're Golden State, you're probably wondering, okay, we ended up getting crushed in the fourth quarter. And Jason Tatum only had 12 points. How many times are you going to see Jason Tatum in a playoff game or finals game with only 12 points? You know he's scoring more than that next game. So there is right, some right. some, you know, there is some cause to pause here if you're Golden State. They got some things they got to be worried about. Yeah. So Clay didn't have a good game. Um where where overall do you think they went wrong? Did the Dreamer not defend well? Did Clay not defend well? Um, Steph disappeared basically in the, the, the last quarter of the game, 21 in the first quarter, um, disappeared after that. Where would you lay the blame of this loss for the Golden State? I wouldn't blame the loss so much on Golden State. I would blame the loss more on Boston because Boston mm. really stepped it up defensively and they started to play Steph Curry differently they were kind of dropping back and were a bit low um, because the Warriors really spread the court very wide, right? And when you set that screen and you're in that screen and roll, 
sometimes Marcus Smart was dropping underneath that screen and he has to go on top of it. You almost kind of got to try to run them off the line a little bit, but you got to get right up into their grill. You got to make them put the ball on the floor. You don't want these Mm -hmm. guys taking uh, open shots anywhere on the floor, whether it be a pool, Curry, um, Clay Thompson. It's not a risk you want to take. So you got to get really Mm -hmm. high up on them. Make sure you're in the grill. Even if they pump fake you and they get by you, make them put the ball on the floor and create because they're so lethal. They're so deadly from downtown. I would rather take my chances with them putting the ball on the floor, going to the basket because you have a defensive presence with a theist, but you're not even really worried about him because you have a Robert Williams and a now Horford at the rim. Um, I'll, Crawford was was exceptional in game one. I don't know if anyone could say honestly that they saw that coming. They were looking at um, Tatum and Smart and all the others. But mm-hmm. um, is the pressure now on those guys to replicate what they did in game one? Or, or is the pressure now on the Golden State Warriors to say, hey, we're the hot favorites against these young Turks. We've been here. We've done that. We've won this. Who is the pressure on for game two? I think the pressure is on the Warriors now. Because, you know, uh, Garfield, you know a a big reason why I wanted to see this series? Over the years, since Steve Kerr has taken over the Golden State Warriors, the Boston Celtics are the only team that has a winning record against the Golden State Warriors since Steve Kerr took over. That's a big part of the reason I wanted to see this series because when I was watching games... For many years up until this finals matchup, the Boston Celtics have always given a hard time to the Warriors. For whatever reason, they've always given a hard time to the Warriors. And to me, the pressure is on the Warriors. Because like I mentioned, your best player only had 12 points in this game. And they still beat you by double figures. Right? So... I mean, listen, the size factor is greatly on the side of the Celtics. Mm -hmm. The Golden State Warriors play small ball, which is fine because they have those deadly shooters. They can do that. But now it's much more difficult when you have the Celtics who can switch on every screen. And not only that, you have big guys who can also hold their own on the perimeter. So you have a smart, a Jalen Brown, a Tatum, who could switch on anything. And then you have a Robert Williams. You have a Grant Williams who can come in the game, a Derek White, a Horford. Everybody can switch. A pitcher, Theus. It doesn't matter where you are, one, two, three, four, or five. All of them can switch on any of those plays. So it's going to be very difficult. They have the size. They have the length. One of the top teams defensively, great help defensive team. They can block shots at the rim, not just the big men, but the guards as well. They know how to take charges. They're good at selling calls as well. Very good at selling calls, especially Marcus Smart. And they have a defensive reputation, so they're inclined to get calls from the officials, right? So, I mean, listen, the the pressure is really with Golden State here. 
sounds as if they're they're in some serious trouble. Who plays better away and at home? Looking at these two, I don't know if you have the, the stats ready off the top of your head, but um, who plays better away? Who plays better at home? That's a that's a difficult one. Well, it's almost equal if you if you look at it that way. I mean, these are two teams who are very capable of stealing games on the road. Um, Boston, if you look at uh, the first series, win two on the road and sweep Brooklyn, right? Right, right. Then they go into seven games against Milwaukee where they steal two on the road in that series as well. Same thing in Miami, including a game seven on the road. I mean, Golden State, on the other hand, is very capable of stealing games on the road, especially if guys come out and they're on fire. Now, Curry is a guy to me who you don't have to worry about. Clay Thompson, to me, is somebody that you may have to worry about making shots just because he still may not necessarily be in that rhythm that we're used to seeing him in over the years because he's missed so much time. Like, playing in the regular season, playing in the playoffs is very different than playing in an NBA Finals. Like, the NBA Finals is a, is a different level of basketball. But Draymond Green, to me, I mean, I know he's a defensive player. We know that. Right. But, I mean, four points? Are you kidding me? <laughs> four points in the NBA Finals? Two of 12 from the field? I don't think that's going to work. I don't think that's going to work. Andrew Wiggins was 8 of 15. He was okay. He had 20 points and five rebounds. No assist, though. No shot creation. No penetration and passing for other teammates, for creation of, of points for them. Somebody else is going to have to step up. Now, Jordan Poole is that guy who we believe it can be. But with the defenders that Boston has, it's not going to be the same for him as going up against a Dallas, going up against a Denver or a, a Memphis. Even though I do like Memphis defensively, Boston is just on a different level of their of perimeter defense. It's it's going to be much, much tougher for guys like Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson to get off in the NBA Finals compared to what they did in the three series against those West teams. I had it as Golden State in six. After looking at game one, if you were a betting man, Mike, where 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 would your money go? I got Boston in six. Uh, Boston, Boston in six. six. Yeah. Um, what what's the format? Is it is it two three two? What home no? Um, is it two three two? So it was two three two for a while, but it's actually changed um, to the standard playoff format. So it'll go back to the two two one one one. So two in Golden State, two in Boston, and then one in Golden State, one back in Boston, and then if there's a game seven, it'll be in Golden State. You know, this one may go to the wire, Mike. This I said six, but after watching game one, this one may go down to the wire. Yes. Call game two. So let's see if their listeners will hold you to it. Tomorrow, game two, Golden State down one. Playing this game two at home, 
call it. Okay, so game two, I'd have to say the Warriors win in game two. In a okay. in a one, nail one in a nail one. biter, in a nail biter, I think Warriors win in game two by maybe right. five or six points. Mm. I mean, this that, is okay. I would have to say Steph. I'd have to say Steph just because I believe that Steph can do a little bit more off the dribble, where Clay is more of like a catch and shoot guy. Um. Mm. But I think when you're playing against the Boston Celtics, you got to be able to do a little bit more than just catch and shoot. You got to be a little bit more versatile. So if Steph can step up big and have the defense primarily focused on him, other guys like Jordan Poole and Klay Thompson are going to have to step up and do a bulk of the scoring along with Andrew Wiggins. All right. So next week, Saturday, this time, we'll be at game, what, about game four? Because game two game is four. tomorrow, game three. Game three is about Wednesday. So mm-hmm. next week, Saturday, we'll be at about game four. Game four, yeah. That, that time, it will be about two all. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't... I could see that. I could see it being tied at 2-2, for sure. Okay. All right, folks, we're going to keep this safe. We're going to hold Mike to it. So next week, Saturday, it should be 2-2 based on... And I'm saying the same thing. So let's, let's see if it works out that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Uh, that's where your 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 money would be, Mike. As I said, if you're a betting man, if it's a better man, I would say two two. Now, now listen, listen, Garfield. I have been drinking some twelve year old. All right, and uh, <laughs> so the, my fellow brethren and sisters in in Jamaica, please, please, you're going to be doing some betting. Do your research, okay? Hit Google. No, no do time. your research. Some all right. <laughs> Before you go, I want a quick take on on the new coach at the LA Lakers, um, Mr. Mr. Um, Darvin Ham. Ham. Yeah. So what do you, yeah? What do you make of Mr. Ham at the Lakers for next season? Well, you know what? Um, I like the hire in Darvin Ham just because I'm familiar with him as a player when he was playing in the league. Tough guy, hard nosed guy. Um, I like his attitude. I think he's going to keep people accountable um, on the Lakers, and. Um, He's he has experience in this league as a guy who's played in this league, and um he's and he's been an assistant coach right and and one and he's been an assistant coach and I, and I think he's ready now, but most of all I think he's gonna hold people accountable. I think he has the respect of his peers and the players who are gonna be playing for him. And the one thing I like because you know it really irritates me when it comes to the NBA, I'm sick of seeing NBA teams recycle the same old coaches that have not gotten it done in years past, Mm -hmm. right? So I'm happy that instead of doing that, the LA Lakers went another route and hired somebody new and have taken a new approach, right? Like, for example, look at the Boston Celtics with Imi Udoka in his first season Mm -hmm. as a head coach, right? Lean on the guys who have played in the league. Lean on guys who have played in the league they can relate better with the players. And I just think that this is a good, fresh fit for the Lakers. And I, I think it'll work for them. I think it'll work for them. At least I hope it does. All right. Let's watch and see if Mr. Ham can take home the, the entire bacon next season. We'll watch and see. All right, Mike. We'll watch this final and see how it turns out next week this time. 
going by your assessment, under the influence of the 12-year-old, yes. it should be 2-2 mm-hmm. as we speak again next week at this time. All right? Well, let me ask you this quickly before you go. Let's say it happens to be 3-1. Who will it be 3-1 for? The Warriors. Wow. Okay. Now, I'm, Jamaica, I'm a- Jamaica, hold Garfield to this, too. Don't just hold me. Yeah. We're going to hold him, too. And I wasn't drinking any 12-year-old. Oh, you sound like you were, okay? 3-1 <laughs> Warriors? Come on. Come on. Have a good one, Mike. Always a pleasure. You, too. Hoping to speak to you next week. All right, my friend. Take it easy. You've been listening to the Mike Roach Podcast, where storytelling, sports, and keeping it real are the only ways to live by. We hope you've gotten some valuable and practical information from the show. Link up with us on Instagram at oxp.media or at microach7, where you can view images of the content on this program. We're on Facebook, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Have a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. Until next week. For years, Minky Couture has been donating blankets to NICUs across the country. Owner Sandy Henry's grandson was born at 30 weeks, and she placed a mini blanket in her grandson's incubator. We want to help other NICU families with the Heart of Minky program. For every adult-sized blanket purchased, Minky Couture will donate a mini-sized blanket to NICUs across the nation. Thanks to you, we can fulfill our dream to blanket the world. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.